Hi everyone, I'm Chloe and welcome to Mentors Connect. Before we get started with today's podcast episode, make sure to smash the like button, drop a subscribe, and now let's meet today's mentor. Today I'm really excited to have Mr. Pradeep on, who is the CEO of the Blockchain Council organization, but I'll let him introduce himself. So thank you, Pradeep, so much for joining the podcast. Thank you, Chloe. Uh, so as uh, Chloe shared, I'm CEO of Blockchain Council. Blockchain Council is a global leader in um, blockchain, crypto, NFT, metaverse, certifications and education. And uh, we've been in the space for last five years. And it's only in last one year that a lot of people are talking about it. But uh, we have been in this game from the very beginning since it was started picking up. Okay, so uh, about me, I've been in the industry, IT industry for 18 years now. I was earlier an IT consultant traveling across the world, suggesting people uh, around digital transformation journey of the companies. So back then, a lot of uh, companies were not even up to the mark when it comes to that their internet journey. So, so you've whole, really been involved in technology like since the beginning and you've really been riding that wave. Right. Like, right. So it was more of a digital transformation journey of the organizations that I was helping them with. I've worked with some of the iconic brands like Victorinox, Swissami, uh, uh, Ika, TD Bank in US. And uh, so the whole digital transformation journey wherein... Uh, from offline to mm -hmm. online and how online became big for them over the years. So that journey I've been closely part, uh, closely a part of. And then last to last year, uh, so after working for almost a decade in, in the IT consulting field, uh, the entrepreneurship bug also bit me. <laughs> and I also wanted to, you know, ride that wave, uh, Back in 2015, I was in Sweden and I decided that, okay, let me try to build something of my own. So I started a few companies with friends, uh, had a good uh, ride. And uh, so there, there came a point in my life where I, I had to make a decision where my future would be. And I wanted to dedicate my rest of the career journey in the digital industry only. And that's where I decided to switch gears and uh, moved on from my previous businesses, which were going more on the regular offline brick and mortar models. And that's uh, two years back, I was thinking which of the industries to pick. And I was really fascinated with the whole concept of decentralization of information, how uh, the uh, web 2.0, web 1.0 used to work. I have been part of the journey and I had two choices. One was to continue with the existing uh, you know, uh, internet shape and uh, do something in that space or work on something which is entirely uh, a new game for me as well. And I did the research and I found it really fascinating that how everything can change 
in a in a way that we perceive a whole internet or whole geographies and organizations per se so everything can change with this uh, industry so i decided to you know, work in this space only and then that's when i met with the founder of blockchain council uh, worked for as a consultant for some time and then got elevated to chief growth officer in the organization and then further elevated to ceo of the organization based on the excellent work that the company did under my leadership for a year and a half and so that's the journey so far inside blockchain space and uh, last two years of the career if i take it back as you shared uh, you would like to know more about the early years of education and career so a lot of things have changed in terms of uh, you know what's hot in the market which path to take what's more rewarding uh, what's more uh, satisfying as a as you grow old by rewarding definition of rewarding also changes right so i used to i used to be fine slogging uh, 16 18 hours a day earlier but now i am more inclined towards the output in lesser time if i can give the same kind of output in half the time i would probably pick that thing yeah right so a lot of things have changed so some of the things which have uh, remained common is that the learning curve the curiosity the uh, you have always been a very very curious uh, person and uh, i realized in the early years itself that this learning journey cannot stop to be able to excel something else will come up and i'll have to learn it so especially technology that's definitely right <laughs> if, if it's and and t- since technology touches every aspect of uh, the life and businesses in general you have to be up to date so schooling for example the whole schooling business has changed drastically the learning business has changed drastically the banking industry has changed drastically so those who have been in the forefront of learning new stuff implementing new stuff were the early gainers and i was lucky enough to be one of those curious people who realize that okay you need to learn new stuff all the time and it's interesting you said that because you said you made that decision to go into blockchain and that area or continue in you know IT consulting and obviously you took that plunge and as you mentioned before now it's really boomed this area and so my question as i have a question for you is what role do you think a like, young people can do to really put themselves at the forefront of the next age you can say in digital world in decentralization in cryptocurrency in the blockchain technology yeah so uh first and foremost thing is uh learning about it you know to not just jump because 10 people are going into it there there are so many other fields where one can excel without the help of blockchain and all this stuff right 
but then there will be certain pieces for example somebody is a very good painter so very good artist so he can or that person can uh, take the talent to next level by being aware about the whole nft space hmm. right so uh, awareness is the first thing that uh, you know, whether you want to come into this field or not that comes very later but do you know about the space so that is the first thing so one of the questions that i saw on a very high level what you wanted to uh, me to share what is blockchain mm-hmm. right so uh, blockchain is nothing but uh, a online register or very simple terms a online register of entries so records are being done there and there is no centralized authority or centralized party who owns the uh, those registers those online registers where data is being entered so this data can be about the transactions that we are making so consider for example ethereum blockchain so it's a huge register on which entries are being made so entries can be made about say transaction of ethereum token from me to you you to somebody else so basically to addresses and the beauty of it is that there is no central party who's governing that register so there is no single party who can tweak that register so once it is registered that entry is made in that register it cannot be changed it cannot be altered it is permanent nature right and uh, so there there comes lot of use cases where this centralized authority concept that we had very much imbibed in ourselves is does not make lot of sense mm-hmm. so all the use cases where a decentralized uh, network a decentralized information sharing is important and where we can rely more and more on code to execute the uh, business so that's where the whole blockchain is exploding the blockchain space is exploding that's where for example uh, if you want to tomorrow become a lender who lends money to who lends cryptocurrency to hundreds of people right and you want to ensure that there is absolutely no interaction or need of people uh doing anything other than just working on this blockchain then it is also possible by executing a very smart uh, very well defined smart contract so smart contract is nothing but a piece of code that will make your business uh, logics executed automatically so once that piece of code or a smart contract is written uh, by you then using that smart contract it will be very easy for you to lend money to me lend cryptocurrency to me and i return to you with certain conditions of interests or whatever late payment so all that conditions will be placed in that piece of code 
and this will need nobody it it will happen automatically everything will happen automatically there is no governing bodies need there is no uh, you know uh, no authority is needed in terms of uh, how we typically perceive the lending business can work so this is where uh, people are finding new use cases every day then can we can uh, this ecosystem have another use case where nobody else is needed just the people who are uh, transacting or interacting in some way yeah and as you've reiterated on um, predate blockchain and this technology really the use cases are endless and we're really going to see i think particularly for my generation as we grow up it's going to really be encompassed in every aspect of our lives as as you said removes the intermediary no governing authority stuff like that um so that's really great to hear so you've given us a really yeah. good overview of the blockchain yeah. and cryptocurrency so now to, to actually ask you about blockchain and its positives for social good and how it's driving that a lot yeah. so uh there's a lot of charity related uh, use cases also uh, that have come up in this space and uh, with charity there's a lot of issues around transparency all the time so consider a scenario wherein uh, you want to give charity uh, you want to aid a particular cause so right now you just have to trust the party uh that is taking charity money from you but you cannot uh, track what is actually happening it's just the you know brand that they have over time uh, developed that you can trust in a way that okay because it is probably melinda gates foundation or care or cry or world bank but with blockchain the systems can be created in a way wherein every single transaction can be tracked where it's going so the ultimate destination of it where for example you want to contribute for a school in say uh, nigeria or nepal or india if proper blockchain implementation smart contract knowledge done that can be easily seen that okay that amount or that what amount has reached that final entity destination entity so it will it will be very transparent in nature and uh, since nobody can tweak uh, the data and nobody owns the data no centralized body owns the data uh the blockchain can help bring transparency to the whole charity uh, ecosystem mm -hmm. so that's one clear cut social use case i can see and it is already happening uh, around uh, social social plus marketing side of it there there a lot of work happening wherein the uh, the celebrities especially sports and celebrities and people who can influence influencers basically their influence can be 
uh, utilized in the form of social coins if you heard about social coins and all so a lot of work is happening in that direction as well wherein uh, the the so consider a scenario 20 years back for example there, there are thousand musicians mm. right out of thousand musicians 10 would be getting very good deals from the labels and all but those thousands could be equally talented in terms of voice and music and all but there was no mechanism for those thousand musicians to have a royalty structure only those 10 were getting that kind of uh, opportunity from the record labels and all and that too was very very uh, uh, you know uh, leaning in the favor of the labels not in the favor of musicians right now if i'm a musician uh, i can create my uh, i can create nfts of my uh, creations and sell it for royalty in a way that till eternity it, if it's getting transacted if anybody is buying selling using it i will get royalty so i don't need uh, centralized record labels and all to get me royalty and i don't need to track it so once set once i have been uh, put as a uh, rightful owner to that creation i will get the royalty no matter who's where who's selling what if my creation is no i was gonna say building upon what you're saying as well it's really blockchain putting the power back in the consumer and the people now isn't it and taking it away more from mm -hmm. those central authorities right, right. so so it's it's becoming very demo democratic in that nature so that's again a level of uh you know social good that i can see a lot a lot of social good coming out of it because now every creator has the access to the whole world and has the tools to ensure that that person gets his due credit this, so again a lot of innovation is having every day and i keep uh, assessing a lot of projects uh, in various hackathons and all and uh, right now we are only seeing just uh, some of the popular ones in the form of coins and in the form of nfts but there, there are a lot of use cases which are happening silently in parallel where i see it will change the industry uh, drastically this is just the beginning isn't it that's so exciting right, right. very right. very exciting um, yeah, so obviously this is the start of the industry and I want to now talk more about Blockchain Council because obviously what you guys do is really great, helping everyone be able to have access to this very fast growing knowledge. And I want to make this point because I was telling Pradeep before how I'm actually a student at the Blockchain Council. I'm currently taking a Metaverse course online and it's actually pretty affordable, which is really good. But what I noticed a lot is Metaverse only really came 
like boomed yeah. at the end of 2021 and you've made it really quickly and I think that's a big benefit now with the online technologies and education is that you're able to more quickly create these resources and content. Right. So we, we keep uh, scouting for opportunities all the time in terms of uh, certification products that we have we keep looking for how the demand is growing which side of the demand is growing so traditionally we were like more focused on development related courses right but as you rightly said the later half of 2021 it was all about nft and uh, metaverse right so much so that uh, if you uh, just a quick trivia that uh, Collins Dictionary, which they have uh, lexicographers who keep tracking the usage of different words all across the world. NFT is the word. So they published a list of top 10 words of 2021. So NFT was the number one uh, word as per the list. Highest usage word uh, was NFT and its uh, usage was has grown probably some 11,000 percent in last one year. So that's that's the mind-boggling, uh, you know, trivia that uh, how much NFT word was used in last one year. And uh, also in top ten were metaverse and crypto. And then there were a few words uh, related to code and all. But I'm just trying to share how much is the interest globally. So one, one way we see in our revenues and in our queries that we get, but a third party colon dictionary publishing top 10 certificate, top 10 words being in terms of usage of 2021 and NFT being number one and metaverse and crypto also being there, which means uh, this is the place. This is the, you know, everybody is talking about it everybody is trying to know about it and that's where we uh, started working on metaverse courses and uh, we have now working on metaverse developer side of it uh, then we also are working on uh, uh, certain pieces around nft auditor kind of uh, stuff we are also coming up with a conference uh, some sort of expo on nft and metaverse uh, in the first half of this year later in the first half of this year so that's also in the plans so a lot of a lot of exciting stuff is uh, on the cards no that's it like you're talking about how you know nfts crypto and metaverse are really up there in the most searched words and it's funny you say that because i personally started learning about crypto at the start of 2021 and i obviously became more aware of it and i remember seeing one day on the tv during the finance segment where they give you know the dow jones the s p 500 and they had cryptocurrency bitcoin price first time i ever saw it and i'm like this is now where it's going mainstream and that's really what we've seen in 2021 is cryptocurrency blockchain going mainstream and obviously as you said nfts boomed metaverse i never even really thought about the metaverse until everything happened or like last year so it's really exciting stuff yes it is 
So it must be pretty exciting then to be working at the forefront of technology. So would you really encourage young people to get into the space and see if they really enjoy it and want to explore that further as a career? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, the beauty of it is that a lot of young people are already into it, right? So uh, when it comes to the gaming, it uh, gaming industry had always uh, been, you know, teenagers were probably the, uh, uh, the biggest users of the whole game industry. And uh, it's just that, for example, I have a 10-year-old son. And uh, traditionally, uh, five years back, I would uh, usually see people, parents specifically, asking their kids not to play video games and all. But now I feel obliged because that's the way industry is changing. That it is need of the hour that my son, he knows about these games. He knows about... Uh, how the whole metaverse experience is uh, yeah, wow, um, that's exploding. unbelievable. Gosh, right. onto it. That's good. So, 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 so the uh, neat side of it uh, was probably always there. It's just that uh, it needs more uh, awareness on the parent side. How can they uh, use that inquisitiveness and the curiosity of the kids in a way that it becomes a learning, it becomes a potential for careers. So teenagers and even younger ones, they are coming up with the NFTs nowadays, right? So uh, it, it is more and more becoming more and more mainstream. So I uh, personally, would uh, you know comment the kids that they already have the interest it's just that uh, if some parents are not in line with what's happening in the industry then probably they need to show a lot of stuff to their parents that okay this is uh, this is uh, where it is going and so much so if you've heard of the story of uh, the ethereum founder Vitalik. Yeah, so what happened to him was uh, he he was playing some game. Uh, maybe some details are missing, but uh, the gist of it is that he was playing some game, and he had uh, he was you know deep into that game where he had earned a lot of points and a lot of uh, stuff. He has amassed over some time, and then one day uh, some something happened to that game, and all his uh, whatever credits he had accumulated over the time they were lost, they were gone. So he felt that there is a need of something which cannot be refuted like this, which cannot be changed by a central authority, gaming authority like this. And that's where the whole idea of Ethereum you know, came into play. And he's a very young guy. And very young and he's very wealthy, everyone. He's worth billions right. and billions of dollars. Right. Yeah. And when he started this whole Ethereum project, then probably... Uh, he was just a brilliant gamer back then. So a uh, lot of uh, good stuff that is coming in this space is coming from people who are, uh, you know, very, very aware and active in the gaming space, mm -hmm. creative space, gaming space. 
So uh, probably it's more for the um, parents that I would say that uh, they need to see the other side of the picture and for the kids to be able to show this side of picture to their parents. So a lot of parents will not be able to see it unless until kids also see it. Right. So, so, so they understand that kids understand that there are what are the various you know huge potential around of uh, just playing game is also a career nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Right, and uh, I am fortunate that I'm in this industry and I know it by because of my profession. But when I talk to my friends were not in this industry, they could not believe it that playing game is also a profession, wherein the professional uh, gamers who were given you know, huge sums of money by the gaming companies to play, test their game and you know find out things, crack their game and all that. And it's way high uh, you know, rewards compared to a lot of uh, other jobs that uh, people see are paid well That's it. so so in a, in a way in a way a lot of things have changed uh, and uh, kids also need to uh, if they're playing game then they need to also see in terms of uh, what are the possibilities around playing games as a career so it's just an example if they are into say uh, uh, budding musicians then they need to see it uh, probably in how nft space and music is uh, creating new avenues right so aware of the technology around whatever they're doing and aware of it in a way that uh, it it is uh, a proper revenue stream or career option or business idea. And there's no such barrier of age nowadays that, you know, uh, it's not that uh, you have to be 16, 18, 20 to start earning. You can be very well in your you know, single digit age group and <laughs> can be a revenue generator. No, that's it. And I think what's really good you mentioned, like for everyone that's watching or listening right now, if perhaps your parents don't know about this area, hopefully you can be inspired by Pradeep and what he's really offering you all today, all this valuable knowledge. So whilst on the podcast, Pradeep also shared some really valuable stories and insights. One thing that probably around the uh, education journey, so I it may it may be of interest to you that i i did my engineering in agricultural engineering so which is like very very away from where i am yeah right so i'm i'm just sharing because i'm just i just want to tell about the possibilities that people have right uh, it it is uh, I started my education as an agriculture engineer and the typical field that I could have gone into is probably automobile industry and uh, something around agriculture and I'm, 
a lot of people are doing there, doing great there. I could be there as well, but here I am, right? So it is one cannot be uh, one's journey cannot be governed by the past. Right? Uh, the possibilities are immense. This whole uh, blockchain space is very democratic and very accepting in nature. So if uh, so, this it's not that uh, uh, dependent on your formal education degree. So you'll find people from all uh, backgrounds who are knowledgeable in the space doing well. So all that you need uh, in this space is knowledge. So the concept of that formal degree uh, somewhere, you know, I'm not saying that it's not, that's not valuable. That's perfectly fine. There, there's so many places that the formal degree uh, will uh, help you uh, help anyone. But then if uh, you're knowledgeable, age, uh, geography, education background, your social background, your financial background, everything becomes uh, irrelevant. If you're knowledgeable, you can be champion in this field. One thing, one thing that I uh, also want to share is the importance of health. And you would say that this is very cliche, Pradeep saying this, but everything starts from there. All right. So uh, I play football regularly. So I've always been a footballer and I still take out time to play football three, four times a week. Right? And it, it's football for me. It can be anything else for anyone. But the idea is that uh, being healthy. So whatever else comes, comes later. Your health is the most important thing that uh, at each you know stage of your life each stage of your journey career journey you cannot ignore health so it has to be a first and foremost importance so family money career crypto blockchain everything is secondary the most important thing is health so you have to take care of your health that's it. Do you have any other stories you'd like to share, Pradeep? <laughs> uh, I touched upon the health. I touched upon the uh, complete uh, democratic nature of this industry. Mm -hmm. I touched upon the background. I touched upon the blockchain council. What else? Uh, touched upon the parent-child relationship and how the child can be the teacher at times, especially in these times when uh, the technology is easier grasped by the young minds. So I am fine and I am very accepting that nature where my son, 10-year-old son teaches me something and I, I acknowledge it that Okay, I did not know it. There's no shame in you know, getting taught by 
kids because it they actually grasp it faster so he taught me how to play fortnite <laughs> so uh, i was like struggling big time and uh, it's him who taught me how to play fortnite so so that's the kind of uh, you know relationship one can have uh, i'm not saying that uh, you play fortnite with your little ones all the time but i'm just uh, telling in terms of uh, it's easier for young minds to learn technology and they can teach the senior ones and that is possibility and that is actually easier so me trying to learn fortnite for a month and then him teaching me probably in couple of days time it was easier right so yeah so everyone make sure to take advantage of your young minds and go for it and learn <laughs> your eyes i have one last question for you pradeep and it's more of asking if you could please give all of our viewers here a piece of advice about perhaps careers just any piece of advice you think would be of value Yeah. So uh, one thing is definitely uh, try to be aware of a lot of things, right? So uh, and then focus on few things which and uh, this is probably time old wisdom. It's not something which is uh, which has changed over time, but uh, the check the. so i was discussing this sometime back also with somebody that what uh, what is one form of being poor that uh, you think people don't understand and it is actually being poor so i used to think that the lack of awareness or lack of not having uh, not being able to think around uh, possibilities so so that is that is one form of poor, you know uh, poorness that i would say that okay somebody is poor because they are not able to think of the possibilities right and to be able to think of the possibilities one has to be aware so uh, we see lot of uh, for this blockchain space also we see lot of believers lot of non believers and lot of curious people right so from uh, non believers to believers journey first step is to be curious about it right so as 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 the learning journey is lifelong it will uh, just because you passed your uh, school It, it's not that you have arrived just because somebody passed from college it's not that arrived they'll be constantly uh, new things to learn uh, technology is changing so very fast that uh, every 6 months something huge something new is there and you have to be curious you cannot be like uh, that i i don't care because what is changing will make you care probably very soon and then getting caught up later on that you're not aware about it uh, 
you lose on various fronts. So, for example, a lot of uh, CVs that we get for job profiles get filtered. Probably 70% of the, those get filtered at a level where we realize that these people have not added new skills in last five years. So they are good at what they have been doing and that's only that they can do. They have not, uh, they're not very adaptive, they have not uh, reskilled, upskilled, they have not unlearned. So, for example, this, this term is very common in the corporate industry, unlearning things. So we, we know that, okay, this, this happens in a particular way. And uh, if somebody is telling us that, okay, there is another possibility and we are not open to uh, no, hearing that person's out, okay, what are the, the possibility? So that, that is our rigidness or stubborn uh, you know, mental block that is stopping us from learning new things. A lot of time we have to be uh, very open to unlearn what we know. And this will be done like this only because my father said so. No, those times have gone. Your father could be, uh, you know, father could be wrong. So, so those things are happening and you, you should be able to challenge and you, you will be able to challenge only when you are aware, when you know about things. So keep learning, keep uh, learning new stuff, be curious about new things. Uh, technology is something that cannot be avoided. So if you say that I'm not good at technology, so I'll not do it, then uh, that's not helping yours uh, in a short run, in a long run, no way. If you're not good at technology, learn it, be better at it, right? So, so there's no part of, uh, you say, no part of life which will be untouched because how technology is changing. Right, so we we keep sharing the case studies of uh, mammoth companies who were like, for example, Nokia's, very Nokia. So these were some of the so probably not. It, it, it may not make a lot of sense for you because you've not seen how big Nokia or uh, Yahoo, for that matter, Yahoo, you, you may see still, but Nokia you don't see. Uh, anymore but there was a point in time wherein Nokia could have bought uh, Google's of the world right similarly Yahoo could have bought Google Facebook all these companies but there, there was oh, that uh, rigidness to change with time okay so, so in, in corporate world, in the industry, it is very famous that you have to keep changing with times, otherwise you'll not be able to survive. So if you feel that, okay, uh, if as a youngster you feel that I'm, I suck at it, I'm really bad at it, 
then do better rather than just leaving at leaving that at that you know uh, that step where you are not good at it because i i find a lot of people who say that i don't understand crypto so i will not invest in it mm-hmm. so i said that's fine if you don't want to invest in it that is fine but you can at least try to understand crypto you can say that i understand crypto but i am not investing in it is fine but you are saying that i don't invest in crypto because i don't understand it that is lame understand about it and as you're reiterating just because you don't understand it now doesn't mean you won't understand it in the future when you get time to it. make time for it try to understand it so yeah. that's that's where the journey begins when you try to understand things so everyone as predictors all told us remain curious and off skill and don't let anything stop you if you have a mental block continue learning keep on trying and no thank you so much for deep for being on the money buddies podcast i think it's going to really everyone that's watching and listening right now is going to gain a lot of value and we really appreciate you coming on tonight thank you thank you chloe for having me here